When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now Falk is out to attempt his fifth field goal of the day. Trying for the second time this year. The snap is high. Bailey got it down. The kick is lifted to the uprights. That kick is good. good. Nick Falk delivers. Nick Falk's 52-yard field goal there. He was a big part of the Patriots' 22-17 win over the Jets today. Five field goals for old Nick Folk. The Nick Folk revenge game, if you will. In this season, as part of the Apex Cares program, Apex Entertainment will be donating $100 to the New England Center for Children for every converted field goal. Every point, every dollar helps. For more information, go to apexentertainment.com. Yeah, today had shades of uh, 2020 for Nick Folk and Jake Bailey, too, who, you know, actually recovered and had a good game after the mess he, uh, he had last week against Chicago. Those two were like the MVPs. Uh, or co-MVPs of the Patriots win over the Jets today. We bring in Greg Bedard, a Boston Sports Journal, who was on hand at MetLife Stadium today for the Patriots win. What's your biggest takeaway from this one today? Was this more about the Patriots, or was it more about the Jets and their ineptitude, especially with their quarterback? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I want to say it's sort of equal parts. I mean, I you know, look, it, you know, Zach Wilson had a bad game. I do think that the... That the Patriots put him under pressure and sort of you, you just got to try to speed him up. And when he does that, he starts throwing the balls to the other team. And and I think the Patriots did that. It didn't just happen on its own. Uh, you know, I look at the Patriots' offense and um, you know, sort of a similar tale. I mean, I think they were just able to put enough drives together. I think they had like three real drives in the game. I, look, coming into this game. I, this was going to be a struggle for the offense. It really was. They weren't going to be able to run the ball a ton. Uh, Mac Jones was still feeling himself and, and trying to get into a rhythm. And this is a tough front. You know, not having David Andrews up there was going to be a, make this an even tougher chore with Quinnen Williams and Jonathan Franklin Myers and all those guys, Sheldon Rankins up front. And, you know, that's the way it played out. I mean, it certainly was not pretty. Um, it's not the level of football that I'm sure a lot of Patriots fans expect. But, um, you know, I think this was a, this was a solid win for this team. They did enough and that's fine. You don't win with style points, but for a week, at least this was good enough. Hey, Greg, uh, Mac Jones seemed a lot of pressure, uh, in that first half. It seemed like the second half, they tried to take that pressure off Jones. Uh, what did you see in the second half? Um, I mean, clearly it was a tale of two halves. What did you see from the first half to the second half? Yeah, in the first half, uh, you know, and, and I don't want to be perceived as the making excuses for Mac Jones, but and I think I've been pretty consistent on it. I think Jim can back me up on this, that, like, I'm a big believer in quarterback pressure. And if you allow too much, that's not a ring – that's not a bell you can just unring. Like, it, it, it lingers. And um, it often takes a special quarterback or, you know, the game just turning for that to change. And I think I think the Patriots just needed to get into halftime and figure some things out. I thought they did a good job of that. 
Um, obviously, the approach that they went with in this game was not effective. They could not handle the Jets up front. And to me, it felt like, and I don't know, we'll have to see what the film ultimately really reveals, but you know, I just thought there was way too much pressure. It sounded like that's what Belichick thought in his comments to CBS at halftime. Belichick, after the game, you know, said Mac played great. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I just think that for whatever reason, their approach in the first half didn't work. They came out in the second half and said, look, we're just getting rid of the ball. Um, hurry up is a thing that can negate a pass rush. And they do, you know, a lot of passes behind the line. They just, they look like a team in the second half that basically at halftime, they said, we can't block these guys long enough. So we have to mitigate this. And, and to me, that somewhat absolves Mac, but I didn't think he played great either. It's just, you know, it, it was, one of those games where pressure just became a very huge issue in this game. And so on that, I heard you ask at the end of Mac Jones' presser about what he saw on the Michael Carter pick six that was negated by the roughing the passer penalty. And he says, okay, i got to watch the film. And, you know, kind of gave the boilerplate answer. No big surprise there. But what did you see with that? Because it just, you know, in my eye, just in real time, I was like, huh? Like, how can you make that decision? Yeah, I in in real time, watching it from the press box, um, and sort of seeing what Mac was seeing, I I thought that he I thought that he panicked. The pa- he knew the pass rush was coming, and he just he just threw it. And he thought it was he probably thought the defender was one of his players. I mean, I, I it was just one of those plays, and you see this with every type of quarterback. I've seen Tom Brady th- make these plays where it's just like you know you just you, you're you're afraid of getting hit again. And you just get rid of it and you throw it to an area and you hope that it's going to work out. And that obviously didn't. The penalty call, I thought it was a little questionable, but they, they do call that a lot now. Um, but hurt is certainly a huge swing in the game. I mean, Sala talked about it after the game. I mean, that's a 10 point swing right there. And, you know, if they throw a pick six, all of a sudden you're at a deficit and, it was just it was a it was a rough end of the half anyways the fourth failed fourth and one they get a pick then he throws the pick six then they just go for the field goal it was like dude just get into halftime and figure some things out because it was just it was getting uglier and uglier by the minute to close the half uh, for the Patriots offense just sticking on those fourth downs obviously they they missed uh, before the two minute but they went to the same it seemed like the same play to me. Uh, on the touchdown pass to Jacoby Myers, is, is that what you saw? And I actually like the fact that they had confidence in Mac Jones to go back to that play and even go back to it on a fourth down play as well. Uh, I will. I did not. It didn't occur to me that it was the same play. I will ha- have to go back and look at that play. Uh, you could be right. Um, I did think you know the fourth and one, and Jacoby talked about it in the post uh, the post game. Uh, I do think the Bear, uh, the the Jets just made a really nice play. I mean, when when you call a play like that and with that much going on, you know, I think they pulled a couple offensive linemen or a tight end and then threw back the other way. I was kind of faked out for a second and like, you know, you're figuring that they're gonna bust the covers there. And you know, credit to the Jets, they didn't. And um, you know, they made a play, the Patriots didn't, and that you know sometimes happens. And I, so I thought it was a good play uh, by the Jets. I thought the the, the touchdown was just, I thought Mac Jones did a good job just sort of, you know, staying patient and not getting sped up and, and trusting what was going on around him for once and finding a way to score a touchdown there. Scott Zolak referred to uh, this game at the end, uh, Greg, as a season-saving win. Do you feel the same way? 
Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a win they had to get out of here with. I mean, you know, coming out of here three and five, and now they're four and four. Um, you know, that's that's a huge swing. And you look at the standings in the AFC. You know, they're they're in it. Um, you know, whether they can punch through or not, uh, I think they're now in ninth place, pending some of the later games. And they're only like you know a game or half a game out of the playoff picture. So. Yeah, this was um, this was a win they had to have, or else uh, things could have really unraveled. Six one seven 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 nine zero ninety eight five. The phone number you want to talk to Greg and Joe and I uh, about the Patriots' win over the Jets today. Your thoughts on uh, the play of Mac Jones as well. Twenty two seventeen. The final Patriots improved to four and four on the win. We'll have uh, your calls coming up and more with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal here in the Shaw's Patriots postgame show. That's going to be coming up here on the Safety Insurance 98.5 The Sports Up Patriots Radio Network. With the new Duncan Rewards Program, you can save them, stack them, and use them how you want. And right now, Duncan is giving you a taste of that free Duncan life. Because through October 31st, rewards members get a free breakfast sandwich with the purchase of any medium or large beverage. Join today. America runs on Duncan. Limit one per customer. Cannot be combined with any other offers. Participation may vary. Limited time offer excludes signature sandwiches and wraps. Terms apply. It's New England's biggest sporting event ever this weekend at the Shriners Auditorium in Wilmington. Meet 40 of sports' biggest names, heroes of yesterday, stars of today, over 375 memorabilia tables. Details at shoreshoppromotions.com. Hi, this is Jacoby Myers. Medical discovery lifts the human spirit, especially when cutting-edge research develops into real-world care. That's why I'm partnering with Credit Union's Kids at Heart this season to fund many promising studies into Moya Moya disease in children. This year, with every New England first down, Credit Union's Kids at Heart will donate funds toward research and clinical care. Together, we'll gain ground in the fight against the chronic disease affecting children. Learn more at cukidsatheart.org. The First Downs to Fight Moya Moya Disease campaign is generously supported by Digital Federal Credit Union and Vertify Software. Football is finally back, and you can score big this season by heading over to FindMassMoney.com. There's over $3 billion just waiting to be claimed at FindMassMoney.com. From things like forgotten bank accounts, stock certificates, payroll and refund checks, one in ten people have unclaimed property, and that one could be you. FindMassMoney is free and easy to use. Visit FindMassMoney.com and see if you can score big with some extra cash this football season. That's FindMassMoney.com. This is Ty Law, Pro Football Hall of Famer. 110 Grill is the perfect place for a get-together with friends and family. The modern American cuisine features favorites like pulled pork mac and cheese and chicken caprese, all prepared from fresh ingredients and made in our open kitchens. 110 Grill was recently named one of the most allergy-friendly restaurants in the U.S., and the entire main menu can be made gluten-free. Enjoy a cocktail at the bar, relax by the fire pit, or host an event in a private dining room. Visit 110grill.com or stop into any of your neighborhood locations. Hey, it's Beetle for TNK Asphalt Services. Is your business ready for snow this winter? If not, TNK has you covered with 24-hour snow removal service that includes experienced operators, dedicated route managers, and quality equipment to service parking lots, walkways, and public areas. TNK is your solution for commercial snow removal for your business or facility. Go online to tkasphalt.com for a quote. Don't wait for the first snowstorm. Call the professionals at TNK now to set up your commercial snow removal. TNK Asphalt also proudly supporting ALS. One TNK Asphalt. They'll make you look tremendous. 
McGovern Automotive Group has the largest new and pre-owned selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs in New England with over 4,000 in stock. Visit any of their 18 Boston and New Hampshire area locations or online at McGovernAuto.com. Have a lease return coming up in the next few months? McGovern Auto will pay you up to a $1,000 bonus for turning in your lease with them, regardless of condition or miles. To learn more, log on to McGovernAuto.com. That's McGovernAuto.com. And now a word from one of our sponsors, BetterHelp. Hey, it's Maz here. You ever hear the expression, sound body, sound mind? Well, I believe the opposite is also true. Sound mind, sound body, which is why I'm here to tell you about BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the world's largest online therapy service covering a broad range of specialties. And more importantly, it's also an affordable, convenient way to start your journey back to a healthier you. The last few years have been hard on all of us. And if you're at all like me, you've spent time worrying about your spouse, your kids, your parents, your friends. The person you haven't spent time worrying about? Yourself. With BetterHelp, you'll be matched with a therapist suited to your needs, and you can get therapy in the comfort of your own home on your schedule via video, phone, or instant messaging in a much more streamlined and efficient process. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New England today and get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp.com, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com slash New England. Hey, it's Sarge Mike Riley, so tell me how good this sounds. A buffalo chicken BLT stuffed tomato. We're talking vine-ripe tomatoes stuffed with chopped rotisserie chicken, bacon, celery, mayo, Frank's Red Hot, all the good stuff. And here's the best part. It's Awaken 180 approved, a perfect combo to make a David Andrews pick of the week at Roach Brothers. As I've told you before, you don't sacrifice flavor to lose weight with Awaken 180. And if you still don't believe me, try the stuffed tomatoes or any Roach Brothers Awaken 180 approved prepared meals. Everything bagel crusted salmon, Davio's chicken sausage, stuffed haddock, and more. Roach Brothers wanted to offer healthy meals, so they relied on Awaken 180. I wanted to lose weight, so I relied on Awaken 180. Rely on the experts in weight loss. Awaken 180 weight loss. Eight locations. Call 844-346-1800 online at awaken180weightloss.com. Parking at the Garden can be a challenge. Next time you go to a game, take care of your parking ahead of time with the Government Center Parking Garage. Save 15% by entering the promo code HUB at governmentcentergarage.com before the game. The home of the Rivs, the Sports Hub. Zach Wilson with a trip bunch left. Two receivers to the right, including Barrios in motion. The snap to Wilson, pressure by Gino. Goes it to the right. It's intercepted by Pitbull on a high ball. He picks it off and runs it to the 40 of New York. Oh, my God. A critical error by Zach Wilson. It's the worst, the worst throw I've seen all year. Well, that was before the other two. That was the first one of the day. <laughs> Juwan Bentley, his first interception, courtesy of uh, Zach Wilson and Video Bank partnering with New England safety Adrian Phillips. Or be a champion for a child to benefit the Boys and Girls Clubs of Metro West to provide youth development, education, prevention, social, athletic, and recreation programs to at-risk children and teens. Video Bank donates $1,000 every defensive interception or turnover that Adrian and the defense make, up to $30,000. Patriots forcing three turnovers of Zach Wilson and the Jets today, so that's another $3,000 donated to the Boys and Girls Club of Metro West for a total of $15,000 so far this season for that opportunistic defense. Patriots winners over the Jets today. Final score 22 to 17. They improved to four and four. 
And, uh, you know, here there, Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal, joining us here in the postgame, Shaw's Patriots postgame show. That's the worst throw that he's ever seen is what Scott Zolak says. I thought the other two were, were even worse, the ones that ended up to Devin McCourty. But this Zach Wilson, he really does have a penchant for throwing off the back foot, just the erratic play. Like, is that – you look at him and say, can, can something like that even be fixed? Yeah, it's a good question. And the thing is, the Jets sort of rode this four-game winning streak, especially the last two games, where basically they were like, Zach, do not turn the ball over. Like, just don't do that. Like, that's your job. Just just sort of manage the game. We don't need any big plays. And I, I don't – like, I think if they would have stuck to that script, if they would have, you know, put Zach Wilson in a straight jacket, I think that the Jets could have, you know, won this game, you know. But – for some reason, he just reverted back. I don't know if it's the side of the Patriots or what, but it looked like every other Jets-Patriots game since, like, 2015 during this winning streak. And, um, yeah, it was just ridic- ridiculous. One note, you know, what we were just talking about, I went back and I watched the two fourth down plays. The failed one, uh, <laughs> tell you the truth, I'm really not sure what was going on in that play. Uh, it looked to be – it looked to be a, a – uh, an RPO, run pass option, because at the bottom of the screen, the two receivers, I think it was Aguilar and Bourne, they're both run blocking. Like, they're expecting a run, but Mac pulled it back probably because the end crashed, and then I think Mac had an idea to run with it, but really, he had Hunter Henry open in the flat, and I don't think Jacoby Myers was supposed to get the ball on that play. So another play where I think Mac Jones just sort of blanked a little bit. Just getting back to Zach Wilson, uh, it looked like the Patriots were trying to pressure him to go to his left a little bit early on. And, you know, he's making throws downfield. It just, they, they did some sort of adjustment. I, I don't know what it was. Uh, I saw a lot of, uh, uh, peppers on the field today as well. Maybe that's because of Duggar, but what did they do to just have him keep going backwards? Cause it worked. He just kept going backwards and just throwing, you know, throwing himself out of the play every, every time. <clears throat> that's just who he is. I mean, watching the film coming in, I mean, he has plays where he will just run around. He won't give plays up, and, you know, it's just it's crazy what he does. This is not unusual to this game. This is what he does when he's not being disciplined. And you certainly the Patriots deserve um, a lot of credit. I mean, they, they did have consistent pressure on him. I mean, he seemed like Wise and Judon especially – we're in there all the time on him and flushing him. And I think they just wanted to get him on the move because when you do that, when you get him on the move, that's when he starts to make mistakes and he keeps plays alive and keeps getting himself in bigger trouble. And that's what he did today. Yeah. You mentioned, uh, or Joe, Joe actually mentioned earlier that, you know, he saw Isaiah win at guard at one point mm-hmm. today. And I know, look, Quentin Williams is a beast. Uh, you know, he had a sack and, but there was a couple of holding penalties on Cole Strange when he's trying to, you know, hold him back. Was he benched when Wynn came in? Yeah, that's, that's the way it looked. I mean, I did I did think he rotated back in for at least a series, and they were doing some six uh, lineman sets where Strange would come back in, Wynn would kick to right guard, and Cannon would be the extra lineman. But um, for sure, it looked like Cole Strange got benched for Isaiah Wynn. And, you know, they, look, that that's the biggest concern to me on this team. I mean, quarterback's always going to get more attention. And, you know, the previous guy was Tom Brady, and I understand all that, and that there's basically people expect perfection out of their quarterbacks, uh, even though what Mac Jones has gone through is sort of the norm for young quarterbacks. I mean, they, 
they have to be nurtured. They have to be brought up the right way or else things can go sideways. And to me, the biggest concern is the offensive line. I mean, they have issues with run blocking. It seems to have gotten worse by the week um, in terms of their pass blocking. Having Andrews out there will certainly help a lot of things. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's concerning when, you know, you look at left guard has had huge issues. Um, right tackle has had huge issues. Left tackle's been pretty good, and right guard's been outstanding. Um, but there's a lot going on there, and if they don't figure that out, they're not going very far this season. And you mentioned uh, uh, Andrews being out today. A couple other guys have been out, Barmore and then Duggar. I mentioned Peppers was in the game. He led the team in tackles today. Um, did you like his play? I mean, look at all the, the everybody in the secondary he led the team in tackles today. Uh, is that a good thing or a bad thing when you look at it in, in, uh, in hindsight here? Yeah, it's not normally a good sign when uh, a safety is making a lot of tackles, but he did does play closer to the line of scrimmage. I thought, you know, I thought he had a good game. I thought Phillips had a strong game. Um, certainly, you know, Peppers was playing more because of uh, Duggar's injury, and and they could really use him, you know, out there in coverage against tight ends and and just overall. But um, yeah, injuries are becoming an issue. Devontae Parker goes out after the first play, doesn't return. Um, you know, those are starting to pile up right now. So I want to ask you, did you, did you notice, I thought it was a particularly for Bill, a cheery post game. And look, he gets to win number 325, uh, you know, passes it's the Jets. Yeah. He's pa- giddy. Yeah. Beats the Jets, hates the Jets, passes Papa Bear Hallis, another one closer to Shula. But so what was it? Do you think it was all of that, you know, the Jets thing, or he knows the team has still got its issues. Mac's been struggling and wants to provide some confidence. Cause it sounded to me, it was like everything was wonderful and Mac was great. And, I actually thought it was good that he gave a vote of confidence to Mac Jones in this post game because you didn't really get much of that this week. Yeah, I agree with you. I thought um I thought he was good today on Mac Jones and and that'll be good for Mac's confidence, which, you know, I you know, people might think that quarterbacks need to be robots and, and they were spoiled by Brady, but you know, sometimes that's important for a young quarterback and, and you know, Bill's overall demeanor, yeah, I did think he was he was cheery for him after the game. I, I just think you know, the, the wins are tough for this team to come by this year, and they have been for a while. They have been since Tom left. And, um, you know, beating the Jets, uh, and I think those guys, I think everybody on that team realizes how good this Jets defense is and how it was going to be a struggle for them to score points, and they were going to have to win a game like this, which was basically like in the teens. And so, and plus he got contributions for all, all three areas. You know, Nick Folk kicking the field goal. Even Jake Bailey was better today. The punt coverage was good. Uh, recovered an onside kick. So anytime Bill can get representative play out of all three units and beat the Jets and, and, you know, passing Hallis and being number two all time on wins. I mean, that's, that's just a huge honor. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. And, uh, so I think, uh, there was a lot to be happy for, for Belichick today. Hey, Greg, just real quick on that. Jake Bailey actually played better today. I got to give him credit for that one. But what happened on that punt, uh, that was fielded and then they said he went into the end? Like, what's the, oh, what's yeah. the rule on that? I, we didn't have any sound in here and we're like, what, what happened on that play? Uh, I thought that they ruled that, you know, he just, he, t- I don't know. I, I, I didn't pay that close attention. I, I rewound it for a second to look and, you know, I thought they just ruled that he carried it into the end zone. I mean, I, I it was close on the replay, but uh, I don't know if that's challengeable. Maybe it is. Maybe the Patriots didn't want to, 
uh, deal with it, but that was the call on the field. That's what I thought the call on the field was. Okay, because that also that that to me seemed like uncharacteristic of a Bill Belichick team. And there's still things that you've seen now going on really two seasons, Greg. So like something like that. And again, there's a they pick up a first down. Joe mentioned earlier. Then you have too many men in the huddle. Like there's still dumb things happening with the Patriots here. That I just like, are you still surprised by this that it's a Belichick coach team and you're still seeing dumb penalties and dumb mistakes like this? Some of the things, I mean, it depends on the player. I mean, Demarcus Mitchell is a, you know, undrafted a rookie. rookie. Yeah. You know, at least uh, undrafted or late round pick. And, you know, so th- that's going to happen, uh, you know, at times. But yeah, in general, I mean, they had another, they had a 12, too many men in the offensive huddle penalty. They also had Kendrick Bourne, I think was guilty of covering up Johnny Smith again. This is the same thing he got into an argument with Belichick for, uh, with a couple weeks ago. So yeah, the whole operation isn't exactly buttoned up and, and you know, that's part of the reason why they are four and four more with Greg Bedard, a Boston sports journal coming up after the headlines with Joe Murray. First though, we need to pause 10 seconds for a station identification here in the safety insurance, 98, five, the sports of Patriots radio network. Boston's home for sports is the Sports Hub. Please leave media group station. Sports Hub headlines. The Patriots win. They're now 4-4 four and four on the season. They got a 22-17 victory over the Jets. Mac Jones, a touchdown pass to Jacoby Myers, who had nine receptions for 60 yards. Also, Ramondre Stevenson, a big day. Over 143 yards combined, 71 on the ground, seven receptions for 72 through the air. They also got two interceptions from Devin McCourty and Bill Belichick. Now number two on the all-time head coaching wins list with 325. He's 22 wins shy of Don Schuler's record of 347. The Pats will play the Colts next week who currently trail Washington 7-3 in the third quarter. Also the Titans have a 14-3 lead over the Texans, Rams lead the 49ers 14 to 10 in that halftime. It is Seattle 10 and the Giants 7. This morning in London, the Broncos got a 21-17 win over the Jaguars. Falcons 37-34 winners in overtime over the Panthers. It was the Cowboys all over the Bears 49 to 29. Dolphins 31. The Lions 27. It was the Vikings 34-26 over the Cardinals. The Saints shut out the Raiders today 24 to zip. And the Eagles, 7-0, they got a 35-13 win over the Steelers. Sunday night football features the Packers at the Bills. And Monday night, you'll see the Bengals at Cleveland. Headlines, they are brought to you by the all-new, the all-wheel, the new all-wheel drive, 2023 Honda HRV. Head to your local Honda dealer to learn more and see their lineup of 2022 rugged Vehicles. I'm Joe Murray. More post game after this on the Safety Insurance 98.5 The Sports of Patriots Radio Network. Hey, football fans, it's Bob Sosie, the voice of New England football. If you want to know how my voice stays in peak condition, look no further than my cup of Bigelow tea next to me in the booth. It's an essential part of my game day routine. And when it comes to tea, settling is not an option. Bigelow tea, grab a mug and tea proudly. Let's face it, shopping for a used car isn't always a positive experience. But that is about to change. Honda is bringing the plus side to used car buying with Honda True Used. Shop from a selection of vehicles up to 10 years old. Plus, get a Honda-backed limited warranty and other premium benefits. Learn more online or at your local Honda dealer. And discover the better way to buy used with Honda True Used. 
It's that time of year again. Time to get your flu shot. Shaw's is making it easier to protect yourself and your family by offering free flu shots with most insurance with no copayment unless required by your plan. You can also get other vaccinations, including COVID boosters, at the same time as your flu shot. One stop at Shaw's Pharmacy is all it takes to stay healthy all season long. And remember, with your vaccination, you'll get 10% off groceries. Restrictions apply. Visit Shaw's Pharmacy today or visit shaws.com slash flu for details. A friend of mine loves to gamble. Poker, sports, horse racing. Of course, he also loves insurance policies that promise he'll only pay for what he needs. Talk about risky business. Accidents happen. Weather events happen. What he needs and I need and you need is coverage that really protects us. If you're looking for a guaranteed win, ask an independent agent about safety insurance. We'll help you manage life's storms and come out ahead. The effects of climate change are real, so choosing the right energy source for your home is more important than ever. The heating oil industry is committed to reaching net zero carbon emissions with clean, renewable bioheat blended with home heating oil. Bioheat is already being used by homeowners across Massachusetts. It requires no modifications to your heating system. It's safe, affordable, and provides warmth and comfort during the coldest temperatures. And it's having an immediate impact helping our state meet its climate change goals. Learn more at MyBioHeat.com. Brought to you by the Massachusetts Energy Marketers Association. You go the extra mile for your clients. Does your bank do the same for you? At Clinton Savings Bank, we help you take your business to new heights and soar above your competition. With customized lending products and business services to meet every size company, combined with senior-level know-how, Clinton Savings Bank will take your business beyond banking. So for your next business banking need, call the experts at 978-365-3401 or visit clintonsavings.com. Clinton Savings Bank, go beyond banking. Member FDIC, member DIF. Drinking and driving ruins lives. If you or a loved one is struggling with alcohol or drug use, AdCare can help. Your path to recovery begins at AdCare. Call 1-800-ALCOHOL. That's 1-800-ALCOHOL. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, the best defender in the game against engine wear, provides 15-minute drive-through oil changes and touchless service for busy people. Go to getanoilchange.com to save 15% on your entire invoice and your 15-minute drive-through oil change. Print out the coupon or pull it up on your mobile device. That's getanoilchange.com. Adam Jones, Knights on the Sports Hub. Now they've got a fourth and one from the five. Jones again in the gun. Myers to his left. Trips to the left, including Stevenson. Myers motions to the right wing. Snap, low to Jones. He throws it right. Jacoby with a catch. First down yeah, and more. Touchdown. Dive to the end zone. Touchdown, Patriots. There you go. Twitter have some stones on the road. Mac Jones and Jacoby Myers on fourth down. That five-yard touchdown to make it 13-10 New England. Great companies need great teams. Hiring talent anywhere in the world is easier than ever with Globalization Partners. Go to g-p.com and onboard your next MVP today. It's who I think the uh, MVP of the game was today. The Patriots win 22-17 over the New York Jets. A couple more segments here with Craig Woodard of Boston Sports Journal. BostonSportsJournal.com as he joins us each and every week here in the Shaw's Patriots postgame show. And I think the MVP to me, Greg, I don't know if you feel the same. That's Ramondre Stevenson who... Combined 143 total yards. I thought he is now like showing again. He's like their bell cow back. And today, especially in a game like today, the offense, you got nothing without him. Yeah, no question. I mean, him and Myers, like, you know, where would this offense be without those two guys? I, I just, Stevenson, just every week he impresses even more. And I think Belichick stopped short of, I think he caught himself because I think he was going to, 
he was going to gush again about Ramondre Stevenson and say, you know, how much he loves him again, which would have been fine because if I were Bill Belichick, I would love Ramondre Stevenson too because, I mean, he's just – he's the total package. I mean, he looks – and I think they said this during the te- telecast, and I think it was a good point. He looks like a power back. When you see him, he looks like a power back. But he he also has the feet of, you know, a smaller back. But now this year he's shown off these soft hands in the passing game where, you know, he just gets a hand on it. He catches it and he's good for 10 to 20 yards. He did that for Zappi. He did that again for Mac Jones today. Um, anytime Mac Jones needed a play, it was Jacoby Myers or Ramondre Stevenson that came up with it. And yeah, there's no question. I mean, I, I love Damian Harris too. And I think Harris is really good, but. You know, Stevenson is just the complete package. Everything you want, even blitz pickup, he does a really good job. So uh, there's nothing this kid can't do. He, You know, you worried a little bit. He limped off at one point, went to the blue tent, but he stayed in the game and kept playing. Um, you just wonder a little bit about wear and tear on him because uh, I think Matt Patricia has realized that um, there's not too many things that he can count on that really works when he looks down at his play sheet, but he keeps going to Ramondre Stevenson, and you got to watch the, the, the workload on this guy. Um, just getting back to Devontae Parker, first play of the game leaves. Uh, it sounds like it's a knee injury, but what stood out to me more was Aguilar, Bourne, and Smith, three catches for a combined seven yards on five targets. If Parker was to miss time, do these guys come off the block? And who would start on that outside? Would it be Aguilar or, would, or Fortin, who uh, had a catch today for 13 yards? Uh, as far as the trade block... I mean, you know, I'm sure the Patriots are, are, are listening on some of these guys and would love, like, say, Aguilar's cap money to disappear, but the other team has to be willing to take that on. And I just don't know if they're going to find any takers for, you know, whether it's win. I don't know if they can afford to lose win now with what's going on in the offensive line. And, you know, Aguilar, uh, you know, whether Parker, this is going to be a long-term injury, um, you know, I'm not overly worried about it. I wasn't overly worried about the lack of production in this game uh, because, you know, the Jets are good. You know, not only the pass rush, but also the coverage with Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed, the other cornerbacks, really good. The slot's a little bit more a uh, guy that you can go after. But, the, you know, and, and Myers got the best of him today. So I, I, I wouldn't be too alarmed about the wide receiver thing. I think they need to start worrying about, you know, let's worry about the pass protection first before – um, any guys catching any balls because if the pass protection doesn't get better, they're not going to get any balls. So the other, uh, like one of the other MVPs of the game today, Nick Folk, you know, this was like a, a game that was reminiscent of 2020. So this is the time when we can talk about the kicker because Lord knows you'd be yelled at if uh, into oblivion if you tried to bring him up on Tuesday and you're a normal appearance on Phil Grimaz. So let's do it, Greg. Um, looking at this guy <laughs> and what he's meant to this team, again, five field goals today. And it feels to me like when he lines up, I know, like, unlike any kicker in a long time, like, it's nails. I don't care if it's 48, 49, 53. I expect this guy to make every single kick for this team. He, correct me if I'm wrong. He was out of work for a time before he got mm-hmm. this job. What's been the turnaround with Nick Folk? Like, this guy, I think, is like one of the most automatic kickers right up there with Tucker in the league. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Patriots have a habit of finding these guys. I mean, remember when Goskowski got hurt that one season? They brought Shane Graham in, and he never missed a field goal either. Right? Um, you know, you're right. When Folk lines up to kick a field goal, I go to the bathroom. Like I, <laughs> I know it's in. Like I, I beat the rush. And um, yeah, I mean, it's been great. He's been very valuable um, 
to this team for sure, and and I don't know what it is about them. Sometimes these athletes, especially you know whether it's golfers and kickers or you know very similar, later in their career they 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 figure things out. It takes them a while, and and uh, there's no question he's like Iron Byron out there. It's like automatic. The leg swing's perfect every time. He, you know he, when he missed a couple weeks ago or last week, you could tell how mad he was uh, to ruin his. Uh, less than 50 yard streak but yeah he's been great yeah and j- just sticking with the special teams there uh it was really bad last week uh it, it was a good turnaround today and uh I, I i do feel that way besides that play that went in uh that went into the end zone there but looking ahead now like the run defense was fine today and i think the jets were a little undermanned you know robinson got a look and Brees hall was out well next week you know, we we know what happened with them last year against the Colts. I know I'm I'm already looking ahead here. Uh, Taylor did leave the game today, or at least left for a little bit. He was questionable. Um, but you could be seeing another, you know, what second year quarterback next week. Looking at the schedule ahead here, Colts, Jets. These are winnable games, right, Greg? And this could make or break if they make the playoffs this season. Yeah, especially I think these these conference games make a huge deal when it comes down to. You know, it's going to be, look, nobody's running away with the AFC as far as, you know, playoff positioning. There's a lot. I mean, the Patriots are at four and four. They're in ninth place. Chargers are four and three in seventh place. Um, so a lot of this is going to come down to conference record and the Patriots are now three and two. Uh, teams like the, the Dolphins and the Chargers, they're already four and two, uh, in the conference. So these AFC games are huge. I mean, as far as the run, the run defense against the the Colts, yeah, uh, you know their running back is awesome, and he did a number on the Patriots last year. I think they're. It seems like the Colts from afar are having really bad um, offensive line issues, and you know if that's not right, uh, they've obviously had issues this year. So I'm not overly worried about the Colts this time around, especially with Ellinger as as, as the quarterback. But uh, we'll have to see when we dive into that film. So a couple of you know questions back, we were talking about uh, the possibility of maybe one of the wide receivers, whether it's Bourne, Aguilar, maybe being on the trading block. Trade deadline, of course, is coming up on Tuesday. Uh, would you be more? Do you think this team's more likely to be sellers or buyers between now and Tuesday? Well, I don't think I, I don't think anything changes as far as Belichick goes. I mean, I, I don't think he's I don't think he's too much for selling ever. Um, you know he knows this team is going to be in the thick of it, and they need to be as good as as good as they can be. Um, you know, if you're looking at guys as far as you're looking for duplications, where all right, these guys do the same thing. Do we really need both of them? To me, that would be you know Thornton and Aguilar. They sort of do the same thing. Thornton's been coming on. He had another catch today. Um, you know, that would make I would say Aguilar would be the most expendable. Piece. I mean, you'd really rather get rid of Isaiah Wynn, but I just, like I said before, I don't think they can afford it. Now that they have issues with Cole Strange, um, I don't think they can afford to lose anybody on the offensive line right now if they expect to to compete at the end of the year. We've got one more segment to go with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. You want to join us? Give us your thoughts on the Patriots' 22-17 to win over the New York Jets today as they improve to 4-4 four and four on the season. 617-779-0985 is the phone number. That final segment with Greg coming up here in the Shaw's Patriots postgame show next in the Safety Insurance 98.5 of Sports Hub Patriots Radio Network. Sitting at home binge-watching lately? Viewer discretion advised. You may now be sitting on a gold mine. 
In just two years, median home values increased by almost 30%. But without the proper insurance, that value could be lost. Talk to an independent agent about safety insurance. Get the peace of mind that comes from knowing you're truly protected. No matter what, ask an independent agent about safety insurance. We'll help you manage life storms. Hi, I'm Adrian Phillips. This season, I've teamed up with Avidia Bank for Be a Champion for a Child to help at-risk youth find safety and guidance at the Boys and Girls Club of Metro West. The Boys and Girls Club gives many kids a safe place to go after school with mentors they can look up to. They help at-risk youth build confidence, develop character, and acquire skills to become a responsible adult. Avidia Bank will donate $1,000 for every interception or turnover we make on the defense this season up to $30,000. See how you can help by donating your time or money at avidiabank.com. Avidia Bank, honestly to goodness. Member FDIC, member DIF. Hi, this is Michael Feldman from Feldman Geospatial with Cassandra Campbell from Fresh Food Generation. Michael and I have the same values around community, health, and quality job creation. I love the delicious, healthy game day food that your team creates. We offer farm-to-plate Caribbean-American food, jerk chicken, grass-fed burgers, and mocktail mixers. Pick up, delivery, or dine on our patio, freshfoodgeneration.com. I love your food, and I love to support our community partners. Feldman and Fresh Food Generation. Right, from the ground. Matthew Slater here. As a three-time world champion, I know firsthand how important it is to believe that you have the power to overcome anything life may throw at you. If drugs and alcohol are negatively impacting your life, you can make a change if you believe in yourself and your power to overcome. You do have the power, but you have to take the first step. My friends at AdCare will help you through the rest. Don't let fear hold you back. Believe in yourself and your power to take back control of your life. Call AdCare at 1-800-ALCOHOL. You can do this. You just got to believe. Hi, I'm David Andrews, captain of New England's football team. Football season is here, which means it's time to fire up those grills for the tailgate or the crew coming over to watch the game. One of my favorite things to grill up when getting ready to watch the game are certified Angus beef prime pub burgers and steaks from Roach Brothers Supermarkets. Only 3% of beef meets their high standards to be called certified Angus beef prime, and Roach Brothers has a great selection. Stop by Roach Brothers Butcher and pick up certified Angus beef for the grill. If it's not certified, it's not the best. GP believes that behind every hire is a human being. That's why they've built the world's leading global employment platform, which makes it easy to find, hire, and build great teams anywhere in the world in days instead of months. So the everywhere workforce can work together in over 180 countries and counting. GP, global made possible. Visit g-p.com. When you're thinking of winning teams, think of Win Waste Innovations, the official waste and recycling provider for Gillette Stadium, the New England Patriots, and the New England Revolution. From servicing your favorite sports stadiums to curbside pickup of your home or business, Win Waste Innovations can handle all of your waste and recycling needs. Win Waste reliable and sustainable service means performance for you and performance for the planet. Visit win-waste.com or call 866-WIN-WASTE. That's 866-946-9278 or win-waste.com to get Win Waste on your team today. Duncan's ready for you to haunt harder. So sip the bone-chillingly bold peanut butter cup macchiato with a spider donut or sink your fangs into a Dunkle Lantern donut with a blood orange Dunkin' refresher. Price and participation may vary. limited time offer. 
Put a stop to what's bugging you with Burgess Pest Management, the trusted pest control company for me, Mike Felger. I've used Burgess Pest for years at my home. I love that they are local and family-owned for almost 100 years. Burgess is so much easier to work with than the national chains, it's not even funny. Burgess Pest offers unlimited pest coverage starting at $39 per month for their popular pad protection plans. Burgess Pest guarantees elimination of rodents, ants, termites, and hundreds of pests. I use Burgess Pest, and you should too. Go to BurgessPest.com. Connect with Boston's home for sports online, 985thesportshub.com. Music of the game brought to you by Live Nation. Don't miss Dead & Company, the final tour. Performing two full sets of music from the Grateful Dead's historic catalog. Second show added due to overwhelming demand. Saturday, June 24th, 2023 at Fenway Park. Get tickets now at RedSox.com slash Dead & Company. I'm sure you'll see Felger there, maybe for both shows. Welcome back to Shaw's Patriots postgame show with Jim Murray, Joe Murray, and uh, the final uh Segment with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. Before he's going to be trucking on uh, 95. You're yep. taking 95 the whole way back, or are you going to get on 84? Which way are you trucking back from the metal I, today? I usually go 84, but I am a slave to my Ways app. So whatever way it tells me to go, even if it's into the ocean, I'm going there. So at 325 that uh, Bill Belichick reaches today, again, getting closer to John Shuler. What's the timeline here, Greg? You think it's – when does he reach this? And it, it's you – know, even if this thing gets a little bit sideways here the next few years – I do think that he's going to be around for this to happen with the Patriots. Um, we're looking at, what, 2025? 20, Maybe 24 he reaches this? I think uh, – I think tw- – so this is 20. I think tw- – see, good question. I think the 24 season, I okay. want to say. Um, so we're talking they're 4-4 four and four right now, say at least another four wins. He needs 23 to pass Shula. Yeah, I think he can do it by the end of 24. I mean, that because this also impl- includes playoff wins, and, you know, we're hoping they get one of those in these next couple of years. So I think in 24 um, he does it towards the end of that season. Hey, uh, Greg, th- was there any time in this game today, maybe around halftime or before halftime, where you thought maybe there'd be a quarterback switch in this game? Uh, yep, I did. You did? Um, yeah, I thought uh, – I. Basically where I was at halftime, look, Mac was – he was out of sorts. He was sped up, and it's not his own fault, and um, some of it is his fault. Um, but sometimes quarterbacks can't come back from that, and um, they're lucky they weren't down 17-3, to you know, with the pick six, and they probably didn't have enough time considering Mac would have been shattered after a pick six to even get a field goal or whatever. So that was just a huge, huge swing in the game, and he got lucky on that but basically where I was at halftime was I would give him one more series and then sort of make a decision if he's still sped up then that's it but you got to give Mac Jones and the offense and Matt Patricia credit they and you know the way Mac mentioned him a few times and the way he's coaching in these games um, uh, Belichick has a huge hand in the offense I think he's basically overseeing the offense um, he doesn't do much with the defense. There were times in the first half where um, Patricia uh, and Belichick and Judge were all huddling. At one point, Mac Jones walked over to talk to them. They were all in front of the offensive line, so that was an issue. But I thought 
let's see where he is after halftime, and then if he's still out of sorts, then I'm going to Zappy because you know really this was the type of game where you know you just needed to take care of the ball, like that's it, and it was definitely tedious there for a while. It was teetering on the brink of of disaster with Jones, and and he kind of got lucky. Well, uh, Jonathan Kraft was on the pregame yep. show today, and. Uh, he mentioned that Bill has earned the right to manage the team this way if he thought that it was the right thing to do. We support that. So if anybody wanted to know how ownership felt about it, they support whatever Bill did. Um, just thinking back on how things happened on Monday with Mac being pulled, Bailey Zappi coming in, it seemed that this week things kind of worked itself into, I guess things worked itself out, right, from Bill, considering all the criticism from you and from others as well? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, they got the result that they needed. Um, I, I, I do think, think it sounds like, you know, from what Max said after the game, um, there was some sort of, and I don't know how much the coaches were in on this, but there was extra work put in by the offense and at least some of the key people this week and, uh, work after practice, work in the film room and stuff like that. And so, you know, I think everybody's realized they've reached at a point where they need to go forward. And I think they're, they're bearing the hatchet, so to speak. And, and, um, moving forward, I did think that, you know, Jonathan's comments were interesting. Um, he, he, he I, I've never expected the crafts. They're always a, we'll see how it is at the end of the season. That's basically what he said about the coaching changes. And I think they've been there for a while. They're, they're not reactionary. They'll let the season play out. Then they'll evaluate things. I did find it noteworthy that, um, Jonathan and the crafts, um, have a lot of belief in Mac Jones as a franchise quarterback. And so, uh, how he's taken care of, how he's brought along, I think will be paramount in their mind as the season progresses. So do you think it's going forward, even if he has like a poor game and they lose to this Indianapolis team with their new quarterback next week, if that were to happen, hypothetically speaking, is this situation still tenuous, you think, and that like, you know, he's on a leash for lack of a better term? It depends how it looks. I mean, I think that, um, you know, if he if he looks out of sorts, I don't think Bill will flinch at putting Bailey Zappi in. If he thinks that's the type of quarterback they need, um, just to manage through a game, and if if Max out of it, I mean, it would t- it would take a lot, I think, for him to do that. But um, no, I don't think we're we're completely past that. I think, but look, this needed to happen. This was part of my criticism about what happened last week with only three series and not getting enough work. You know, some of this, if he got a full half of work against. Uh, the Bears, then, you know, maybe he would have been that much better off and not had to learn some of the lessons he had to in this game. I just didn't think he got enough work last week. As we're talking about the quarterback, Eric in the South Shore joins us here on the Shaw's Patriots postgame show with Greg Bedard to talk about Mac Jones. Hey, Eric. What's up, guys? Greg, I just want to say that you're the man, dude. I appreciate everything you do, but you make so many excuses for Mac Jones, and it's actually pathetic, dude. At the end of the day, a quarterback's job is to elevate the team. And if Mac Jones doesn't have perfect blocking, perfect receiving, perfect running, they lose. And a perfect defense. This is another game where the defense had to shut the other quarterback down, pick the ball off, do all kinds of other things on defense for them to even come up with a win. Because Mac Jones, he averaged 3.9 yards on a throw per drop back today. He threw two disgusting interceptions. And one of them, we all know that that was a horrible penalty negated the interception because it would have been 17-3 to at halftime. And 22% of his dropbacks picked up a first down. 
It's pathetic. The kid can't throw. He can't run. He can't do anything. And he needs absolute perfection to win the game. And this is, he's now 3-8 and eight or 3-9 and nine when the defense gives up 14 points or more. So what kind of a quarterback can lead you to the future when the only way for them to win is for the defense to give up nothing? This is not the 2000 Ravens, and the Patriots do not have a defense like that. Oop, I'll let you go on that, Eric. I'll say, uh, you know, look, I'm clearly no Mac guy, but that one, the one interception that did count, uh, that's more on the old line. His arm got wet. And I'll just defend Greg. I don't think you were really making excuses for Mac Jones. I mean, it was a lot of other issues going on today, and they still won the game. Well, he buttered yeah, the I still, th- th- you know, there were some poor plays by him. Like, look, I respect Eric's opinion. He's not the only one that that has that, that they think that I'm that I make too many excuses for Mac Jones. I, you know, I think that's... I'll say this, like, he's totally entitled to say that. Uh, my position on this, and I think I've been pretty consistent over the years. I mean, even with Tom Brady, Tom Brady would get all sorts of criticism, and I would just say, you know, look, the pressure was too much. You can't play quarterback, and we'll see. I mean, I'll come Tuesday on Felger and Maz, come my column on BSJ, after I have a look on the film, like, I will give you an honest opinion about Mac Jones. But I also I have a very strong belief that – that young quarterbacks have to be handled a certain way. Like, you can't just say, like, it's either he's uh, Patrick Mahomes and can win everything on his own, which, you know, when Patrick Mahomes doesn't have good pressure, he's not that great either, as you saw in the Super Bowl. Um, I just think that with young quarterbacks, and I've learned this lessons over the years, like, you, you have to, you have to really coddle them. You have to keep them constrained. You have to have the, 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 the blocking has to be as good as possible. They need some things around them, like a running game. I don't think it needs to be perfect, but, you know, I'll, I'll compare this to, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I covered, he sat for three years in Green Bay. I covered the end of Favre. I covered the beginning of Rodgers. You know, Rodgers was six and ten his first year. He started four and four his next year. He was ten and fourteen at one point. Was that about Aaron Rodgers and his talent and his ability? Or was that about the Packers and their offensive line and you know their offense and things like that? Maybe Aaron Rodgers, pretty good quarterback. I'm not a I am not a believer in quarterback wins. Um, like people love to bring up. I mean, I, I in my column this weekend, I look back. You know that Tom Brady in 2001 from week 13 through the snowball game, which talk about luck, a quarterback getting lucky. Brady threw, I think it was five interceptions in four games. Last year, Joe Burrow goes to the Super Bowl at the end of the year. He threw 12 interceptions in his first nine games as a second year quarterback. So, you know, and they, they were struggling. So I think just people need to like just have patience with young quarterbacks and see how things uh, evolve because it does, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, maybe for the greats it does, but I mean, look at this, this quarterback class. They're all having issues and you, you know, it's not that these guys don't lack talent. A lot of these people aren't being supported in the right way and, and you know, it's, it's causing issues. All right, Greg. Well, safe travels, depending on which way Waze sends you back from uh, New Jersey. And we will see you on your normal uh, Tuesday appearance for Big Boy Tuesday on Felgren Mass at 2 p.m. Thank you, guys. And by the way, real quick, the fo- if you go to footballzebras.com, they have a live blog on Week 8, and they discuss that punt play, Joe. If mm-hmm. you're interested, they think that the Patriots should have challenged, and they ah. would have won. Huh. Yep. So that they thought the call was wrong. They they make some reference about replay 
could have like buzzed them in and said something, but maybe it was too complicated of a play. But they think the Patriots could have challenged, and they think the pa- Patriots would have won that challenge if they threw the flag. Mm. That's footballzebras.com? Oh, yeah. Yep, footballzebras.com. All right, Greg, thanks for taking the <laughs> thanks, time, Greg. as always. Okay, see you guys.